Welcome inside the Fantasy Stock Exchange. Danny and Bush coming at you with a mock draft episode for you today. We're doing a half PPR super flex mock. Um, we got uh, scoring settings right now. We got two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, two flex spots, six benches. Uh, we haven't done a lot of super flex mocks, so we figured we'd get you one of those. Don't mind the fact that it says 2QB. It's just the way you have to do it on Fantasy Pros. Um, highly recommend this, uh, this platform for doing mock drafts. You can uh, do mock draft lobbies with your friends and then fill out the rest of the uh, slots with computers so it goes faster. You're not stuck waiting for random guys just to pick freaking, uh, I don't know, Colin Kaepernick in the first round. So, uh, Danny, how are you doing today? Doing well, doing well. Yeah, as Corey mentioned, uh, the Fancy Pros uh, Mock Draft Simulator is a very efficient tool, especially because uh, in terms of the actual bots, you don't have to be afraid of them going totally off script because they do follow the ECR uh, consensus in terms of like how do they draft. So it's basically just putting you in a room where people, again, people again as you mentioned, aren't going to be taking a kicker in the fucking eighth overall pick or something like that. So uh, we're, we're going to go into it. We'll see uh, what happens. But yeah. You mentioned that uh, we set it to 2QB just to make sure that the ADP kind of goes according to how it would in a, an actual Superflex. Because if you set it to the Superflex, teams don't really value the uh, quarterback position as much because they know they can just put any position in there. So uh, this makes it more realistic how runs are going to happen in uh, your actual draft if you're running a Superflex. So, yeah, with that being said, just uh, ready to go. But, uh, yeah, anything else you want to add before we start? Uh, let's get it going. Uh, if at any point during this video you feel like you've gotten any value, make sure you hit that like button, comment on the video, and subscribe. It helps us more than you know. Without further ado, Danny, start the draft up. We don't know where we're drafting from just yet, but we'll find out in a second. Find out. You'll see it on the on the thumbnail too. So, uh, so let me see. It starts in 15 seconds, so Bush actually picked second overall, and I picked third overall. So uh, yeah. nice pick, nice picking early for once. It seems like I always get, like, the ninth pick. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to be honest, the second pick, um, if you saw our running back strength of schedule episode, you know the second pick is really scaring me a little this year just because of how good – or how bad, sorry, Saquon Barkley's opening schedule is. And it's not going to deter me from taking Saquon Barkley here because I believe he is the 102 pretty clearly, but – it is concerning knowing that he's not going to probably get off to the hottest of starts. Fully agree. Uh, so I'm actually on the third overall pick. And uh, if this was a dynasty, I mean, I'm taking a quarterback 100% of the time and I'm not looking back. But because it's a redraft, I mean, like, you, you obviously you're going to win games with quarterbacks with high ceilings. But ultimately here, I think I'm actually going to go with Ezekiel Elliott, maybe a little bit of a shocker to a lot. And again, as we mentioned, like running backs are scarce to the, uh, to the degree that, like, matters significantly here so i mean locking up a guy like zeke again he's going to touch the ball probably 330 340 times this year uh while i still get the ability to take my third rank quarterback in Dak prescott at the end of the second round i think that's more a more optimal play than uh waiting on the running back position and getting although they're fantastic lamar or patrick mahomes so i know it's a little unorthodox but what are your thoughts on uh, that in terms of the pair uh no i think getting a workhorse running back i'm not really the biggest fan of taking lamar jackson and patrick mahomes early in a super flex unless you're after the um uh the top five guys my top five guys so once you're you're if you're deciding between dalvin cook and lamar jackson then that's when yeah. i would pick them but uh henry camara zeke uh saquon and mccaffrey i would pick over all those quarterbacks Agree. Again, this is uh, strictly redraft. Like, if it's a dynasty, obviously you're going to take those guys because, like, their value they last is, longer. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the reason for taking the quarterback is because of the longevity in a dynasty. But uh, what are your thoughts here at the end of the second here? At the end of the second round here, I am looking at, 
I'm kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. I'm going to go with my man, Chris Godwin. I don't want to take uh, Russell Wilson quite yet, but I am on the clock again, and I believe he's still there, and I'm going to go with Russell. Oh, oh Kyler Murray's on the board still. Wow. Sean so Watson. Wow. I didn't even see those guys. Um, oof. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my QB3 here into Sean Watson. So I uh, lock up my first quarterback, and I got kind of one at every position. I got starting running back, starting receiver, and starting quarterback thus far for for sure i really like uh how, how your team's kind of lining up there again we both locked up our qb3 so uh pretty pretty happy about that and uh, i'm gonna actually give you the draft uh draft board uh look because i i kind of got a comment on that last time yeah. but uh to me here uh this may seem as a shock i do want to lock up my second quarterback uh later on but i'm gonna go melvin gordon again uh, this is gonna seem a little bit early to a lot of people but when I'm evaluating it, this guy's a top 14 running back for me. I think he's my RB 13 right now. And I just see so many times like he's available uh, at the early fourth round. I know I'm not going to get him back at the end of the fourth round. So I do think that's appropriate value on a guy who we both believe in. So like that pick. Uh, and then I'm, I'm going to let you talk a little bit after I kind of make this pick because the sh- clocks are kind of short. Uh, yeah. Let me, just, let me just see. The, like, Russell Wilson and Kyler are still there, man. Really? I'm I'm just, I'm just gonna take Kyler. Like the val the value on that is pretty insane to me. Yeah, now you're gonna tempt me by taking Russell to take Russell Wilson. I'm not gonna do it, but oh, man, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, fuck, I gotta get a running back. Uh, kind of worries me getting James Conner as my RB two, but I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I mean the upside there is huge. We we recently talked on that uh, episode with uh, Dr. Edwin Porras, and uh, just tread cautiously. I mean, if you're getting him at the end of the fourth round, that's really good value on a guy like that. But yeah, these clocks are a little short, so I'll let you talk about your next pick. Yeah, and I'm looking at another running back to get some insurance on on James Conner, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Devin Singletary, DeAndre Swift, and Ronald Jones are the next four running backs that I have ranked here. And to be honest, I I don't know if I like the value of these guys, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take Russell Wilson. Definitely fair. Uh, just checking the receivers here. I really like the value here on a, a Robert Woods. I think he should be an end of the third. He would have been my pick round. had Ross not been on the board. Yeah. Like it, the value on him is insane here. He should be going at the end of the third, early fourth, simply because, I mean, we saw what he was able to do down the stretch last year. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still believe both him and Cooper Cup can coexist. But I do think there's enough volume to go around between them. I mean, heck. The team led the league. Jared Goff led the league in passing attempts last year for a reason. And those two studs, especially with losing Cooks, who was another really good receiver when he played for them, uh, I really do think they both can thrive as top 15. Oh, options. man, DJ Chark went off the board. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about him too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is a running back that I'm going to take here, and you know how high I am on DeAndre Swift. Oh, I have him as Ronald Jones. I have, no, you can have him. I have him as my RB17 or 18 right now. And to me, I mean, getting him as my RB3 here after the, the kind of squad I've built so far, I'm really stoked with that value. So uh, we'll do that right there. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, – looking at – Darren Waller is kind of intriguing. I'm not going to lie at this point in the draft, as is Raheem Mostert. But I'm going to go uh, with a guy who I firmly believe is going to be a breakout this year. I'm going to go Terry McLaurin. I was hoping he made it back. Oh, I shouldn't have taken that chance. But and you would have taken DeAndre Swift if I didn't take him, so – We'll yeah, that is that is factual. Um, my RB18 still on the board. Everyone knows where I'm going with this. If he's going to continue to be a sixth-round pick, I guess I'm going to own him in every league. It's Ronald Jones. I'm going to pick him every time he's there in the sixth round. For sure. 
I'm just going to quickly check the board right now. I do like the running backs here, but I still see a couple wide receivers that can really hold it down for me as my wide receiver too. And if you guys have seen me and how I draft, you know the pick. It is going to be no homer bias, even though they're both in my background. I'm going to go with Michael Gallup. I mean, the value on him here is insane. The seventh round for a guy who legitimately had 1,100 receiving yards in 14 games last year. In his second year, the team is going to be fantastic. We know how good the offense is going to be. Don't forget about Michael Gallup. Just because they drafted CeeDee Lamb does not make him the wide receiver three as so many freaking false narratives are trending on Twitter about that. Like, ugh, makes me sick. But uh, looking at the board here, I kind of like – I kind of view uh, – the receivers left that's kind of like in a, in a tier and I think I can get uh one of them at the 9-on-3 or the 10-10 if needed so I'm gonna look at running back here uh with the, with the clock beaming in my ear uh I do like the value of James White here to be quite honest uh oh, I, I I mean I'm gonna go with yeah I'm, I think I took him uh timer kind of ran out on me I, oh I got Christian Kirk so whatever yeah, drafted all right uh I'm looking at uh on the board right now I see an upside play for my, I believe would be my fourth running back. I'm going to take JK Dobbins. Really like that. Uh, now I at least got some time to think about a pick because that timer was, yes, yeah, like the tense. clock is going pretty quick. Um, my highest available guys here I'm looking at are, would be Darius Slayton is my highest rated receiver, I believe. So I'm looking at him. I mean, Sony Michelle is kind of intriguing because there's multiple flexes, but I don't know. He just there's nothing exciting about Sony Michelle, so I'm not like really in love with that. Actually, I'm gonna go with Deontay Johnson, who's my I did have as my next rated receiver. Sorry, uh, all good. I I just noticed too that Hayden Hurst literally went right off the board right before us, so that hurts. Yeah, it does tick- hurt. There's still tight ends that I that I like down there. I can wait on. Uh, I do like Slayton. Uh, yeah, uh, everybody else I can kind of wait on for the ten ten, but I'm gonna check running back real quick and. Uh, for my RB4, kind of like a safe flex play. Again, this is a double flex league. I'm going to go with uh, Jordan Howard. Uh, getting him in the ninth round, I mean, he should get significant volume on that Miami Dolphins offense. So pretty pr- pretty stoked about getting him there. And we see, holy crap, we're, we're running quarterbacks. Wow. What the? Okay, wow. well, is, is there any rust? We both have two QBs. I just want to see, like, who I'm going to end up getting as my three later on. Ooh, yikes. Yeah, it's kind of a, like, what the heck? One, two, three. Let me focus on a pick before I talk about that because I'm going to miss it again. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at uh, a That's couple wild. I'm, I'm going to go with Zach Moss. I mean, I've talked about how, how much I believe in him this year. I do think at the end of the 10th round is appropriate value on him, and I think there's enough volume to go around between that backfield. So I really I'm, like uh, that. I, got, I'm, I was going to pick Darius Slayton last round. I'm going to pick him here. So Good pick. Pick. I, I, I considered him as well. And I was going to pick Matt Bree with my other pick, for fuck's sakes. Um, I'm just going to ruin your life, and I'm going to take Johnny Smith right now. Oh my God, I was going to take him next pick. Yeah, I needed a tight end, and I knew you needed one too, so I figured you're probably going to take Johnny yeah. Smith there. So. Yeah, that yeah that was 100% going to be my pick, so I'm just going to just going to cry in a corner about it. But looking at the board here, let me just quickly check running backs left. I, I like this value on Madison, to be quite honest. I mean, how many Yeah, 11th round for the best handcuff, probably the second best handcuff in fantasy behind Kareem Hunt. For sure. So I'm, I'm going to lock him up. Uh, again, the receiver is kind of similar tier for me. So uh, getting a guy oh, like that. No, I wanted Tevin Coleman to follow me. I know you did. I thought, I thought you were going to take him there. Uh, and then let me check the wide receivers and. Don't take me. my guy. Oh, man. 
looking at it. I don't worry, I'm not going to take Perriman. Uh, I, there's a guy I'm looking I'm at ahead of Perriman. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take uh, – wait, I have Gallup. Okay, I was going to take CD Lamb. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. He's my wide receiver one in terms of rookies. Hey, so. good. You didn't take my guy. The last good running back on the board, Chase oh. Evans. Oh, don't worry. I was gonna, I wasn't gonna take another running back. I have six. I have a lot too, but I I wanted another one because they Fair they're enough. like I'm never I'm not picking another one for the rest of the draft based on the thing. And I'm gonna go with uh, not the Alabama th- receiver you probably think I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Jerry Judy here. Oh no, I knew that was happening. Uh, well, you know what? If that's gonna be the case, I'm gonna go Rugs or Hardman here, and I get Hardman a lot, so let me just mix it up and take Rugs. Getting him in the thirteenth round, he's most likely going to be the one. Don't have a tight end, right? Yeah, I mean nobody's taking one, so I may as well just punt it. Yeah, that's true. Just end up with like Blake Jarwin. Oh, I was gonna go Perriman. That hurts. Yeah, like backup quarterbacks are being taken now. So like, what is there like any starters left? No. Okay. Oof, yikes. Well, uh, I guess we're we're gonna stick with two quarterbacks, Corey. Yeah. Well, I mean, we both picked co- like two quarterbacks in the top five rounds, so I, I'm guessing we have we got every week starters here and. We're pretending this is a super flex league and not a two QB league. So we wouldn't like in bye weeks we wouldn't actually have to start no quarterback in that slot. Yeah, for sure. So I ended up going with Michael Hardman. I mean, you guys know by now I kind of rounded up my overall core, uh, six running backs, six wide receivers. Uh, and I'm still going to get my tight end in the last round because let's be honest here. Nobody's going to snipe one for me. Yeah. I've talked about, um, how I'm okay with the fact that some people, I know some people don't condone taking two tight ends, but when they're two upside guys like this, you're kind of banking on one of them hitting and becoming like that every week starter, like similar to what Darren Waller and Mark Andrews did last year. So I'm going to take Mike Kosicki here and hope that him or Johnny Smith does that. Yeah. I was, I was kind of looked at a few names and I'm, I'm good with two of any of these guys might go, Oh, you talk about your pick first. I'll tell them. Yeah. And uh, this is a guy I I pretty much own everywhere all the time because I think he's going to be this year's AJ Brown. I'm going to go with Michael Pittman jr. Like that a lot. So looking at the board here, uh, obviously we know uh, taking Blake uh, Blake Jarwin would kind of be the uh, uncertain type upside type play. So basically what I'm going to do is, uh, Oh, I have three, three fucking Cowboys. If I do that, uh, or four, damn, or five. Holy fuck, I'm a homer. Jesus Christ. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll just go with Jared Cook. Like, I don't I don't know. Gronk. Whatever. I'm not I'm not a fan of Gronk in terms of that. But I just realized now I literally have like the whole Cowboys offense. <laughs> I have that. I it's not gonna give us our grades, huh? I guess not, but we could check the standings, I guess, and just talk about our teams quick. Oh, I got it. Okay, I got an 82. You did better than I did. Yeah. In terms of the ECR. I, I drafted using my, my cheat sheet, not the ECR, oh. so that's probably why I, I, I did well. I, I, don't, I don't even have my cheat sheet set up to it. All right, but, if you want to go to the final rosters so you can read off our teams here. <laughs> Look at you. You're all in. You got everything on the, on the starters and nothing oh, yeah. on the bench. <laughs> I got pure upside on the bench. That's a good thing. Yeah, facts. But uh, looking at the board, other than like my clear cowboy bias, you can see from here. Oh my! I didn't even realize that when I was drafting. Able to see it as like a starting lineup or no? Oh yeah, yeah, we could do that here. Team analysis, I think. Hit team analysis. Oh, actually, yeah, no team rosters. Yeah, you got it. Team rosters. So we'll look at Corey first. So uh, with Corey, you got Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Saquon, James Conner, Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin, Mike Jasicki, with his two flexes being Ronald Jones and J.K. Dobbins. On the bench, he's got Deontay Johnson, Darius Slayton, 
Johnny Smith, Jerry Judy, Chase Edmonds, and Michael Pittman Jr. And so, yeah, as as my grade would indicate, I got pure upside on my bench. And if I were to start this week one, I probably wouldn't start J.K. Dobbins week one. I'd probably throw, I don't know, probably Deontay Johnson or Darius Slayton into that flex spot with Ronald Jones. And I'd probably also start um, uh, Johnny Smith over Mike Gusecki. So, and I mean, the, like as I mentioned, the tight end position, you can treat it as if Mike Gusecki is a high upside running back. Because the reality is if Mike Gusecki hits, and he becomes this year's Darren Waller or this year's Mark Andrews, he's going to be just as valuable as someone who would have been like if Ch- like picking Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook goes down for a couple games. Like these upside tight ends are just as valuable as high upside running backs. So don't let people tell you that like only draft one tight end and then stream if it doesn't work out. No, like you can draft multiple tight ends as long as they're high upside guys. If you're going to do what Danny did and wait and get Jared Cook, don't draft another tight end unless he's in a high upside tight end. Don't yeah. draft Jared Cook and Jack Doyle because that just doesn't yeah. make any sense. That's like a Lucas Wet dream right there. Yeah. No, you, you draft – if you're going to draft an extra tight end, make sure he's just like a pure upside guy. And ideally, you want a, a guy that you, you can just pretty much cut after week one or two because you can tell like what their role is or whatever. And I think yeah. you are going to know pretty soon if he has a, a big role or not. Agreed. Again, like the only reason I didn't even take Blake Jarwin is simply because like my Cowboys homerism is apparently evident in this draft. I mean, I ended up with Dak Prescott, obviously the Cowboys quarterback. We all know that. I defend him on Twitter basically every day. Kyler Murray, great upside there. Have that two pairing. Ezekiel Elliott and Melvin Gordon. Again, Ezekiel Elliott, another Cowboy. Robert Woods, Michael Gallup, another Cowboy. Jared Cook, again, providing that safety. I would have went Blake Jarwin, but you, you know the theme of my team. Uh, and as my flexes, I have DeAndre Swift. My RB17 in redraft, he's just going off as an incredible value. Uh, Jordan Howard, Christian Kirk, CeeDee Lamb, you know the theme. Alexander Madison, Zach Moss, Miko Hardman, and Henry Rugg. So I really like how our drafts turned out. Again, the, yeah. I guess, I'm assuming these grades are probably made out by like Bobby or something. So like, he Yeah, know. no, I, the way they grade you is based on expert consensus. So considering I used my cheat sheet, which I created using my expert forum membership or whatever. So like I, I was – I was drafting based on my own rankings, not on the extra consensus rankings. That's why my grade is probably pretty low. Cause I have like, I mean, I have Ronald Jones as RB 18 and which is higher than any other expert in the industry. So, cause you know, I'm, I actually like look at the situation. So, um, For sure. uh, just guys, you know, video, uh, make sure you guys, uh, like, uh, hit the comment button or comment on the video. Tell us how we did. Tell us that Danny's a huge homer cause he is, um, hit that sub button and make sure you guys uh, in the, in the bio of this video, you'll see a, a, a thing that says, get the draft guide. It's only $5 guys. And it's really, it's really worth your money. I'm telling you right now, you'll get access to our rankings. You get access to our, our favorite sleepers, our favorite bus, uh, a lot of data analysis stuff that Lucas put in there. A lot of other stuff. Um, rookie profiles. If you missed the rookie draft guide, when you had that, or when we had that out for free, it's just, it's so worth the $5. And there's other packages oh, there wow. as well that have some exclusive content. If you guys are interested in our all-in package, there's a lot of really exclusive stuff there, like including you can pick me or Danny to call on your fantasy team, which I think is really cool. Um, so, uh, Danny, you got anything else to say before we get out of here? I was just going to quickly touch up upon that again. As we mentioned, draft guides are super cheap. We have our uh preseason draft guide and our in-season packages both on there both five dollars each and the all-in package which is fifteen dollars basically includes both draft guides with the also uh personal touch that we added in terms of being able to talk to us uh in terms of co-managing your team whatever league you want uh we'll meet once a week basically talk about your lineup talk about strategies kind of guide you towards making your team that champion start sets trade targets 
uh, this guy's on my bench. Should I drop him for this guy? Like any questions you have and you can, you'll like have, you can message us like constantly and ask us all the questions about your fantasy team, especially if you're new to fantasy football. I mean, $15, like your buy-in's probably more than that. Like we might yeah. win you your league. Like we're going to give you that prime advice, that great quality content, as I'll always say. Uh, but yeah, other than that, you guys know about the draft guide right now. Link is in the description and uh, Corey, Anything you want to add or can we head out of here? No, this is the longest outro of all time. Peace out, guys. Take it easy.